Welcome to the podcast where we get into the real and raw of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. My name is Hannah Gill. I'm a VIAC mom, doula, and birth educator, and I help women discover their options and harness their inner power to have the experiences they desire. I'm here to support you through the ebbs and flows of these transformative years so we can have open and honest conversations about the hard, the messy, and the beautiful parts of motherhood. This is the Ebb and Flow Birth Show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ebb and Flow Birth Show. This week's episode is going to be a Q&A. You guys have submitted quite a few questions while I've been on this break, so let's just get right into them. How do I have a VBAC? This is a question I get asked a lot. Women will message me and say, I know I want to have a VBAC, but I have no idea how to prepare or how to find the resources. Well, that's exactly why I created my first steps to VBAC guide. It's called Preparing for a VBAC, Your First Three Steps to an Empowered Birth Experience. This is the guide you need if you're thinking, I don't know how to go about finding a supportive provider, or I'm not sure how to understand or process my C-section experience. If you have had questions about these things and you're wondering if you're on the right track, then you need to download this guide. I want you to go to ebbandflowbirthco.com forward slash first steps, all one word, F-I-R-S-T-S-T-E-P-S, or click the link where you're listening to this episode now. I know that getting started with VBAC prep and finding support is something a lot of women are struggling with. And I want you to have a solid foundation for your VBAC prep journey because it doesn't have to be such a stressful process. So again, go to ebbandflowbirthco.com forward slash first steps to grab this free guide today. The first question is, when does your body fully recover after two C-sections? All right, so this is very dependent on each woman and how your birth went. Generally, your C-section scar is healed by about six months postpartum, no matter how many you've had. That's the general rule of thumb, but it is so important to do the C-section scar release um, and tissue work to reduce those scar adhesions and help with scar tissue buildup, especially after multiple C-sections. But if you're asking about the purpose of like fully recovering and getting pregnant again, listen to your body and how it's feeling. Even after a vaginal birth, most healthcare providers recommend waiting a year simply because of nutrient depletion from being pregnant and just the pot changes your bodies go through for getting pregnant. And on top of that, add on a major abdominal surgery and you can bet your body is going to need time to fully recover. That being said, just listen to your body. But Fully recovering as far as your scar, like I said, is generally about six months. This may be different depending on how many C-sections you've had. Question number two, can having tubal removal at the same time as a C-section cause your periods to worsen? So in this question, she's asking like removing your fallopian tubes during a C-section. I looked and there have been some studies that show that scarring on the uterus from C-sections can cause period symptoms to worsen. So with each section, 
each C-section, this could potentially increase and get worse. I don't know all the details about tubal removal. I'm I'm not a doctor um, that does these things, but I would think that having it done at the same time as a C-section would probably just increase some pain or recovery time. I'm not entirely sure, but overall the hormonal and physical changes from pregnancy, birth, and surgery in general could have an impact on your cycle. I know that my postpartum periods after both of my births um, have been much different than how my normal periods are, Um, but this is something maybe you could bring up to your doctor that did your C-section and your tubal removal um, to see if that's a um, possibility, or you can maybe speak to like a woman not just an OBGYN, but like a functional medicine uh, doctor in women's health, maybe. Um, There's a lot of different types of doctors you could ask about this, but um, the first would be to go to your OBGYN or the surgeon that did your tubal removal and C-section and ask them. Uh, Maybe they could refer to you to someone if you're having continuous problems. Question number three, how do you split your time with two kids? Oh gosh. (laughs) This one is so hard to navigate depending on your home situation and how much help you have. For me personally, the transition from one to two kids was very rough and I felt guilty about not being able to spend as much time with my oldest. Um, I made it a point, uh, my husband and I both did, to schedule one-on-one time with just me and our oldest um, or my or just my husband and our oldest, but uh without anyone else, just the two of us, usually out of the house, just to get him in a different environment or to have my husband take my daughter so I could focus on my son at home. But I also think it's so helpful to involve your oldest child in activities with your baby, whether that be feeding, changing, bedtime routines, et cetera, Um, make them feel important because this is a time when they may feel left out or like they're not as important because of the new baby. Um, For me, it was also vital uh, for me to have my me time still. So whether that be something as simple as soaking in the bathtub and listening to a podcast or going to get a massage or a pedicure, uh, I needed that time to just decompress while in the thick of postpartum, especially. So I knew that if I was in a good space on my own and my husband and I were in a good space, then me and the children could be in a good space and everyone would just be great. Uh, as, as great as you can be in the thick of postpartum, but really, like I said, just, um, this is going to depend on how much help you have at home. If maybe your partner's back to work, maybe you have, um, friends and family really close to help you out, or maybe you're just all by yourself. Um, asking for help is one of the first things. If you have someone you can ask for help, don't be afraid to ask for that support because, you deserve it and your kids deserve it. So ask for the help. So you're able to spend some one-on-one time with each child. Um, even if that's when the baby's napping, because newborns sleep quite a bit, uh, when the baby's napping, have extra special one-on-one time with your oldest. Um, and then when, if your oldest still naps, great. If not, that's okay too. But like I said, just have your oldest be involved in as many activities with the baby as possible. So they still feel important and acknowledged and like they are having attention showed to them. The transition from one to two is hard. Um, 
for me personally, it was. So I feel you and please let me know if you have any more questions or need any more advice or support on that. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this quick Q and a episode. I love doing these episodes because, uh, they're topics that I can answer quickly usually. And if not, then I have topics I can go into a deep dive on. So please submit your questions. If you have any, you can email me, DM me, or go to ebbandflowbirthco.com forward slash question. I think it is. (laughs) Uh, I haven't said the link in a while. So I think it's question. If not, just DM me or I always put in my Instagram stories for um, submitting questions. So thank you guys. And I'll see you next week. You just finished another episode of the Ebb and Flow Birth Show. For more, head over to ebbandflowbirthco.com or on Instagram at ebbandflowbirthco. As a reminder, this podcast is provided to you for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not a substitute for medical advice. Until next time, bye friends. Bye friends.